This episode of the RMR Training Podcast is brought to you by Resolute Coffee. So if you've heard of Resolute Coffee and you've wanted to give it a try, but you're not sure where to start, I'm going to break it down for you. So if you like your coffee to be like a straightforward coffee taste, chocolatey, what you know traditionally as coffee, something clean and nice, what you're going to want to look for is the processing and it's going to be washed. Wash takes all of the fruit off of the bean, so you're left with just a straightforward coffee bean. And then you get those straightforward flavors. If that's what you're looking for, the Black Condor from Resolute is for you. If you want something a little bit more exotic, something a little bit more fruit forward, something a little bit more unexpected, something a little bit more of an adventure in your cup, then you want to look at that process. And natural is going to be probably the most fun type of cup. You're going to get a lot more fruit forward flavors. Natural leaves a lot of that fruit from the coffee on the bean. So when you get the, so when you make the actual coffee itself, you get some of those fruit flavors, the natural Ethiopian, that's the bomb here. If you want something, some sort of blend of both, there's a hybrid processing called a honey process, which leaves some of the fruit onto the coffee bean. So it's like a natural, like a half and half type of natural and washed processing. The Aponte honey or any honey processing is going to be awesome for you. Whichever one you go with, it's going to be top quality stuff. RR20 at checkout for 20% off. Or if you want to try them all, they have the you can join the Crush It Club and you get a variety of five bags and a mug. So check that out. Link down in the show notes. rmr podcast we are live are we live definitely not live we are <laughs> I, we are talking in real time but we're we're certainly recording this and most people are going to hear it after we record it mm. well we are back in the united states donka myself and donka donka god <laughs> i think that's how you say that Got my guy, Rich Ryan, with us. Meg is uh, feeling a little under the weather, so she's going to be sitting this one out. But uh, I think we've got we've got a lot to talk about today, huh? For sure, man. I've, or a I've, lot to get off our chest. Yes, I, I, I believe that's a great way to put it. After a long weekend and then a couple more days of just being outside of our normal and long flights and then some training, some reflection, I have a lot of thoughts. Lots and lots of thoughts. How you feeling, man? How, how, how things going on your end? Phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. Um, Just like that. I mean, it's this week has been exactly how every other week has been during this training block. Phenomenal. I haven't bombed a workout in this entire build. You know, like everything is going great. And then I showed up to Vienna and just didn't have it for whatever reason but um got back got back to the grind this week and like again like all signs are pointing to that like i'm in really really good shape right now so um confidence despite what happened in vienna confidence is still sky high and uh honestly man dc can't come soon enough it'll be here quick it will be here it quick will. so let's get let's actually get into it. like what what did happen upon reflection? Well, like, what have you been thinking about? What's been in your well, brain? For me, for me, I, I booked our flights to Vienna a long time ago. 
Um, and this was something Sarah and I wanted to do together. We wanted to go to a different country and explore and just experience the culture over there. But after my dad passed, which the funeral, the funeral was on Monday and I raced on Friday. Crazy. Um, had we not booked our flights already and spent the money, I probably wouldn't have gone to that race because my heart and my head just like wasn't in it. But again, flights were booked. Fitness was great. And I'm like, I can, I can overcome this and still perform. And I just wasn't able to do that. I wasn't able to just like, um, shut out like the fact that my dad had just like died mm -hmm. you know and i was i was like okay like we'll we'll grieve after the race kind of you know like i i didn't allow myself to really go to that place yet because i was trying to stay laser focused on the race but <laughs> dude we're all human at the end of the day and um i probably shouldn't have gone looking back on it you know Mm -hmm. um, I was in no no place to be out there racing, but um, wanted to do it for my dad, and uh, you know, didn't get the result that I wanted. But I know, I know it's not it, it's not a fitness thing, man. It was just like my mind was just not in it, you right. know. And yeah. uh, you don't really know it until it's time to really push yourself to that. To that next level you know like training can go fine but training is training isn't racing you know it's not pushing yourself to the absolute limit and there are some days man there are some days where i feel like my dad passing um i feel like it i i have like it gives me strength sometimes you know like i've I sort of feel like I have like wings on my feet or something, you know, like he's with me on like my training sessions. And then there's other days where it feels like, like I'm just <laughs> extremely vulnerable, you know, and, and weak and like sad. And like, it's, it's, it's these two opposite contrasts hmm. of like feeling like superhuman some days. And then, not even really wanting to get out of bed like other days, you know? So, um, unfortunately in Vienna, it was, it was, um, the feeling of just like vulnerable, you know? And that was the first race. I didn't really know how to deal with, um, the emotions of, of everything. Um, and, uh, you know, gave it my best shot, but hopefully we can bounce back here in DC. So. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, obviously it's the first time you'll, and only time you'll ever have to deal with something like that specifically. And you'd imagine, like I've thought if anybody could do it, it'd be you. So be too. Able to... <laughs> but like, yeah, I thought you were going to get second. I know you picked Alex to win that fucking thing. Dude, it, was, you, dude. it was actually your fault because you picked me in the draft. I, I, my hands were tied. That's Don't had ever to do. do that again. I swear to God, our <laughs> I, I, friendship is over. I know. I probably should not because I was. I play to win the draft, but drafting you is not yielding 
those type of results for me. So I just got to skip. I got to get, let Jack take you or some bullshit like that. But yeah, you you said something to me in Vienna after we were just hanging out. You're like, I wasn't even thinking about the race, like at like the start line. Like there was like thoughts that you couldn't escape, that it couldn't be blocked out. And yeah, there's things seem like there's things that are bigger and that you can't just shut out. And as athletes, I think that we can kind of compartmentalize those things. You do have to do that to a certain extent, like be present and be where you are and focus on a task um, to, to excel. But when it's something of a certain magnitude, it's just not, not in the cards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with what all the travel you, and shit. What about you? The, I, dude, the travel for me wasn't, I don't, I, it wasn't that bad. Honestly, I think it was everything for me leading up to the travel that really got me. Yeah. Um, just being emotionally exhausted. Um, you know, I think I, for like a week straight, I was only getting like three or four hours of sleep a night. Um, and then followed by international travel to a race, you know? So I think for me, it was everything leading up to the travel. It wasn't necessarily the trip to Vienna itself because I felt like that went pretty smoothly and I felt like I got enough rest to be able to to perform well. Um so I'm definitely not going to use the travel as an excuse. You might. <laughs> I I was I was leaning on that until later this week and t- and I, I realized some things about my training that mightn't have led to the result and just like where my mindset has been going in but the travel like i think that there is something to be said about what happens to your nervous system like we missed like a whole night of sleep right for sure and that was like the day before the race and most of the people i've talked to i have a friend who is actually like a neurologist and a specialty is sleep and like he's actually kind of does something with athletes as well so like he like kind of like i talked to him to see what he thought what I should do. And he's like, I'll just stay on your, your regular with this short of a time, just stay on your regular sleep pattern, which is what we did. Right. So, um, then where you go on, I want to say that it is, it is more difficult for us to travel to Europe than it is for the Europeans to travel to America. So let them know that shit okay? is, shit is rigged. Cause we lose a raw deal. A com- we lose a full day by going to Europe. Whereas when you come to the States, you land and it's still the same day. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, And your body's not all sorts of confused about, you know, what What, time is it? With the the sun's up. Yeah. Not. um, Hold on, Meg's coming in. Nice. All right. Don't make me take this hat off, by the way. Did you get a fresh cut? Your boy, your boy might have a little, little buzz cut going on. You shaved it down. Hi, just fashionably late. There she is. Oh, I just saw you weren't mm-hmm. coming. I thought about not coming. This is just, this is just Meg's time. Meg time. 14, 14-ish, 13 to 15 minutes. Fine. It's fine. Casually late. But looking this fly. Is, this looking is fresh. Late. The, those hats are we working. We had your back. We had your back. Yo. This hat says he's not good enough for you. And this is just, it's a Valentine's Day week still. And that's just my reminder to to the peeps. 
Is it written like those? He's uh, not good enough for you. What are those hearts with the candy hearts on them? What are those called? What those sayings? Oh yeah, my daughter loves those. Things those. Are good, um, man. That's your style. I hated up, them. Straight up sugar. Yeah, that's that can, is. That's it's chalk. It's chalk though. Chalk it's like not sure. even just sugar. It's Dude, can't like the can't like the circus peanut gummies, like the mushroom, like not mushroom, uh, the marshmallow gummy. The most disgusting. So I candy. asked him right before the race on Friday. I was like, "Yo, do you have any candy?" Because I brought, I brought like some Sour Patch gummies, and I left them in my hotel room. And he hands me this bag, and they were I got you. It was like Haribo, but they were literally like the peanut. Yeah, it was like marshmallow peanuts, and I ate like five. And he's like, "They're kind of good," and I was like, "I don't, I don't really like them." Strong but emphasis on kind. Needed them. Big yeah, time on kind of. <laughs> He did have um, my back though, so I got to give him some cred for that. So we were talking about the race and just like the travel and everything, mm. uh, kind of going through it all. And I was about to make a point. I had a sorry, I, had I rudely interrupted. I had a dynamite. You point. were you were talking about your um, training. Yes, yeah, I did right, and I wanted to talk about the sleep and just just that it is like the experts who I talked to. They say a week. Like that's when it, it becomes like that you need to be completely adjusted. And I don't know if it's like every day it's a certain percentage. It's probably very small, right? You could probably be fine. And, and instead of 100%, you're 98.5%, right? And if you're fit enough, it's not going to matter that much. But I think the more and more time you have, clearly is better and, and Meg, you got there a little earlier than us and i didn't really want to do that because the sleep becomes harder you know that first night of yeah. sleep is good but that's the second so I awful what i was told um is that you actually shouldn't try to get on their time schedule that's what i was told that the, the literally at the race that you should if you can't get over there that early like two weeks ahead of time you should not try to get on the schedule of where you're at you should stay on your own time schedule mm -hmm. for sleep i believe that i i slept and like that, shit that, the entire and that, time that is the way better way to do it and that way you're not feeling that like fatigue or whatever like so like the going over trying to stay up trying to go to bed at on their hour like you need to throw that out of the out the window. Like that's not the way to do it. But the only problem is the sun goes down and then it comes up and our bodies are like, oh, the sun's down. Yeah, fair. I should go to but sleep. If you're, oh, the sun's up. If you're in I a hotel room and you have blackout curtains, like you're fine. It's still weird staying up till, well, did you stay up till three in the morning? No, I mean, I just went to bed when I felt like I, I was tired. But when I woke like that, Wednesday night, I woke up and I was up for like three hours in the middle of the night. And I, I just like didn't stress about it. Yeah. I was just like, okay, it's, it just like is what it is. And then I like twiddled around or did whatever. And then I slept for another like four hours after and woke up at like 9, 30, 10 a.m. And I just didn't, I just try not to like overthink or like stress about that. You know, it was just like, okay, it just is what it is. I just took a nap and then took another nap. Like that's kind of. That's pretty just much like what it was. Did. I felt good so, about my sleep. I felt like yeah. I slept enough. I didn't feel mm -hmm. like that, like a tiredness, you know? Yeah. Doesn't, that doesn't mean that it wasn't something like that wasn't right, you know, like in yeah. like our nervous system or whatever. But right. it's something to be acknowledged. And I was leaning on that a little bit heavier then because in Madrid, it didn't go well either. But 
I think I just left intensity on the table during training. Like I just didn't put myself in a place where I needed to be. I was very much volume and very station based. And my, my build was a little shorter because of my setback post DECA. And then I just tried to like really get good at the stations and volume and muscular endurance, muscular endurance, muscular endurance, and, and, and aerobic capacity. And that stuff's fine. But then there's a, a, a time where the intensity needs to come up and need to sit in this very uncomfortable place for an hour. And I wasn't ready mm-hmm. for the discomfort and I wasn't confident in my ability to like suffer. And I have that, the ability to suffer for sure, but I need to practice. You know, like I can't just pop into something and be like, okay, I know I can do this. I need to like prove it to myself in training. And I just like didn't, I just like forgot and uh, just kind of went with hope as opposed to. How do you know? How do you know it was that and it wasn't just the travel and, and being across the world? You know, it just felt different. Like it, it, you yeah. can't be, it can't be sure, but you know, like it just felt different than what the training felt like. It wasn't familiar. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. And I mean, like, but I felt very similar. You know, like when we were chatting yesterday, I told you it was like I was racing in someone else's body. I was like trying to make it do what I would normally do, but it was like, nah, like we're not, we're not there. We can't do that. It was the first time I ever felt not fast enough in a high rocks race, like not even running, just like everything. I was like, I'm going at the ability that I feel like I should be with everybody. And I just wasn't <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, you, how better am I- be for, you better be glad that I was having like the worst day of my life because you would have been hanging out by yourself <laughs> like minutes. Meg, would have been, Meg still would have been like, just get this shit done. I'm like, I know we got to do it. <laughs> we got to do it. And that's what I, I think I said on race brain. I said, I was, I was going to finish one spot behind you, no matter where you finished and you, you screwed it up and got 12th. So I had to get done. Uh, okay. That's, Appreciate that's, that. <laughs> that's what That's happened. all Ken's fault. This is all, it's not, I didn't do anything. My training was perfect. It's all his fault. My mindset was right. But that's not what they do. Like the mindset aspect, I've come to learn about myself as an athlete that I can't be at like 110% of like, I'm going to put myself in the grinder every single day all the way through. And maybe there's a bit of me that kind of veils it over like, I'm trying to be smart in my training and not overdo it. But there's a point where I need to really fucking gun it. And that was and that's clicked this week. Like, okay, I need to callous my mind more than it's been calloused in the previous bits of training. And I tried to like outfitness this race. And you just can't. Like your fitness is gonna get my fitness gets to a level, and then everybody like it does it, it's not gonna be exceptionally better than everybody else's. And then it's a mind game, right? It's a, it's how much I'm willing to suffer, which I do have that ability to do, but I just need to do it you know so mm-hmm. so that's where i that's where i've been that's what that was kind of upon reflection what my main takeaway was is that like i just wasn't ready for how hard this race is <laughs> it's just such a hard race yeah you know and like it's I hard think, to be that way all year and but now i think to yeah. some degree i was probably in that and in, in then in that same boat because this build was taking me to dc you know vienna was just a pit stop along the way and i hadn't really gotten to those those um mental callousing workouts yet 
mm. in my build. I hit those this week, you know, with the six by mile with mm-hmm. one minute rest like that. Ew. I could, I could have used that workout before Vienna, honestly. Um, and I decided to skip it. I had it on the schedule and I said, I'm going to wait. I'm going to save it until after Vienna. Um, but after doing that workout yesterday, I was like, man, like I, I feel like a beast now, you know, like physically and mentally, it just toughens you up, you know, um, you got to do those workouts. You got to do those, those workouts that are just like a mental, a mental grind. Um, and I don't think that I had done too many of those before. Vienna, I was kind of saving them here for the last three weeks leading into um leading into DC. So, you know, maybe I maybe I left something on the table too. Well, that's a that's a, the like in a season, right? Like multiple A races, like hard to do. You know, like yeah, you know, this would be like I a think this is thing. right. I think this is one thing that the general population of high rocks enthusiasts competitors do not quite understand um when you're competing at the highest level in the game not every race is going to be a pr not every race is going to be a record not every race is going to be a win and i think that was like one thing like i noticed after like the way people were speaking to me the way they were like phrasing things to me it was like as if I should be super disappointed. And I was kind of like, y'all, I came in second. Like, it's still one of my, like, it's like right in the realm of like the times that I should be running. I had a not great day, but like I was alone for a lot of the race. And I think this is one thing that I'm super, super, super good at and why I'm successful is because my mind is so fucking tough I knew that Lauren was going to beat my record in that race. And I still gritted the shit out at the, at that second half by my fucking self. Like I was completely alone. There was like a two minute gap between the person behind me, two minute gap between me and her or whatever it was. And I still gritted that shit out. Like I can walk away and be pretty proud of that fact. But I think it was like the way that people were like talking to me, like after it was like, are you okay? Why wouldn't I be okay? You know what I mean? Like, A, records are meant to be broken. B, I had that record for nine months straight. I don't think anyone's had a record that long on the women's side, you know, in, in high rocks. So, like, I have a lot to fucking be proud of. And I think that's what, like, like doing that is what makes... Lauren and I make the game better because we make each other better. And we're making the sport better. So, like, anytime she beats me, it's like... That shit is motivating for me. And I'm sure it's the exact same way for her. But I think like the the A race, sorry, I went on kind of a tangent there, but like the A race, B race, racing these big races with pressure, like there's pressure, there's money. There's a lot of money beyond what you people are seeing too. We get podium bonuses. We have sponsorships. It's not just the check from High Rocks. There's a lot more riding on that for a lot of us. And so we're coming in and we have this huge weight on our shoulders a lot of the time. And then the travel. And then the fact that now we're doing the same shit again in two weeks, literally two. I was like, oh my God, DC is so soon. Two more, two weeks, we're doing it all over again. Um, 
And I think when you're somebody who has more room to maybe improve, it's not that hard. Like, like the races aren't as hard. They're not as difficult. They're not as mentally straining. There's not as much pressure. And I think, you know, when you're starting here, there's a lot of room for improvement. So you see those PRs and those, those, you get to take so much more away from it positively. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think most athletes are going to come to the point where they stop PRing in like probably the first season or so. And like, it's a, it's a discussion I've had with some athletes who I've been with for multiple like years and I kind of have to frame it in like, they're like, oh, I'm not as good as I've been at the, at the, why did that do that? The, um, <laughs> put your thing, hand down. Put my freaking hand down. And uh, if like, they're not like up, they're upset because they're not where they were at the end of their peak. But it's like, oh, if you yeah. frame it in terms of like where you were at this time last year, you're ahead. Right. right? right. And it's so, because it is, it's cyclical. It's not a exactly. linear, linear deal. And when we're at our level, it's like, those jumps are so small, like the improvement so levels are, are so, you got to work I so hard. I PR'd by harder. like eight seconds, like eight seconds. And it was like a record, you know, like, yeah, it's like, right. yeah, I got a record again because it was only eight seconds faster. Like, it's not really, it's, it's, they're just small, you know, and then maybe you get one race or you take a big chunk off and then to be able to do that again, it's like, it's very hard to replicate and, and the courses and, Everything is so different. Like nothing, nothing is the same as much as you want to, we want to pretend like it is, you know, we get lucky sometimes, or we get a good course, we get a good rock zone, we get really nice turns or really long straightaways. And those help because they do make the running aspect easier, especially if you're a good runner and you've been doing that for a long, then it feels more like you're on a track, but a lot of the time it's just not that way. And so there's so many variables. So yeah, that's that's like the only thing I wanted to say about the race. Now you're gonna log off. And I think when you Late. when you race, when I'm you gonna race, say, all right, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw your hat, meow. <laughs> when you race the same people though, so many times in a season, sometimes you're just gonna you're just gonna go back and forth. You know, like you beat, you beat, um, oh, yeah, yeah. in the first two majors, she oh, got you sure. in the third one. It's like, it's like the diamond league and, and track and field, man. These guys are racing oh, against each other every other weekend. The, the result is usually not going to be the same every single time, right. right? you know? So you, I don't think you had a, a terrible race by any stretch of the imagination. In, no, in Indiana. I, I think like you I were a little like bit off of your asleep. game. I was like a little asleep at the first couple stations. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then I kind of had that. And this is where I would say the travel stuff like that. When I like kind of like removed myself and like looked at it optically, like I definitely didn't kind of, I didn't really go in like feeling stoked for this race. I didn't go like, I didn't feel like I had a ton of energy at the beginning. And I think that comes with like the timing, the, racing late at night being in a different time zone i think that's the stuff that plays played into it for me like 7 p.m on a friday you know at that point of the day i was kind of ready for like a like a siesta you know like i i wasn't really ready to like throw down and i i felt like i kind of had like a wake-up call like on the burpees where i was like whoa like i'm in a fucking race like what am i doing you know like just kind of wasn't like myself at the at the first 
and which is weird because I skied really well. Like that was one takeaway. I was like, I crushed that skier. Like I did great. I felt like I was like there. I was good on the sleds. I don't know what the fuck was happening to me, but um, yeah. And then the second half, I just kind of bounced back and I felt like I was like my normal, like more of my normal self at that point. Um, but yeah, it was kind of, I don't I know. To, I, I, I need to figure out the nutritional piece for these and, and that and that could be work, part of it evening. too i i you know? yet because i'm such a like i could wake up i was i was hoping that um dc was going to be saturday morning at 8 a.m because that's what was was on the website for the yeah. longest I knew, time i knew i knew they were going to make have us go I, I figured so too i've been saying that the whole whole time but i could wake up and have a cup of coffee and like a freaking donut and go race a high rocks in the morning and crush. But when it's when now, when you got to worry about breakfast and lunch and probably another meal before the race, it's yeah. What all'd you guys eat? For me, guys, I've got to figure that out. I, I gotta, I gotta figure that out. Yeah. What'd you guys eat? Like, what was that like for you? I don't even I had chicken I had. and rice at like two 30 and then I feel like I didn't really eat anything else. And I think that was also maybe a problem. Um, just because it's like, okay, we had the, the walk. Well, it wasn't a walkthrough. We had a little meeting for 20, 30 minutes, not at the venue that we had to go to. That was like a little bit stressful and, and they're doing the same exact thing again. Not so, a fan. They gave a, li- a little bit either. more time. I think a little more time this time, but still, it makes us get there early. Hardly. Hardly. They better not make us go to the freaking, their hotel, which is not yeah, close. That was not maybe the most ideal. So I'm like, you're trying to get to that and then, you know, you get to the venue and you just like start warming up. And I think like I probably missed out on like some nutrition that I should have had like at that point too. Um, I yeah. think I overdid it, honestly. I was like stressing about like my carbohydrates and my hydration. And I was just like, just putting it all in. I, I like, I think I was like overly caffeinated and like had too much food in my stomach before the race. I was chugging maple syrup before the start, you know, just like build it all over your bag, build it everywhere. Um, (laughs) Worst part of the day. Like I freaking spilled my syrup. But that's that for me, that's, it's a problem right now. And I got to figure, I got to figure that out for these, it's how, it's how these it's nighttime be. races. I know. Yeah. yeah. Like, like France might be evening as well. Nine o'clock. It's, it's, it's going to be evening. Mm-hmm. It's going to be night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just how they have to do it with the grid setup. We're just yeah. going to have to be on this. So Every, well, everyone, like everyone deals with the same thing. Set up lately. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why they're doing it like that either. I don't but either. Whatever. If it makes, what, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, and this week I've I've put down some hard workouts just to put myself in that place of just like I'm just gonna run way harder than I should going into these stations and just see how that goes. And today I had an interesting thought during wall balls that, and I want I want um, that I was gonna suck it up for this set of wall balls. Because I know I will be happier with how I feel about myself after than if I like give in in that moment and I've, and like how shitty I've been feeling after the race because I felt like I didn't give everything I I could have in that race and like doing things so that I 
don't have to feel that way is like pretty good fuel for me. I guess that would, that would be like negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, wait, what's the negative reinforcement? I believe that is like taking away something that would be negative. That's something that, that, that goes to my head and works pretty well. Cause I'm like, no, like I hate how I feel and I don't want to live mm-hmm. like that. Like, so I'm just going to fucking do these wall balls. <laughs> like it's way better than feeling less than myself if I stop or whatever. So I, that's something mm-hmm. else I, I really need to harness for these next couple of races as well. Just like having that kind of thought. Do you guys have thoughts like that? Like what are your, do you have like not necessarily mantras or like, like moments in a race, like what you're thinking of that kind of keeps you in something? Yeah. You know, I'm just like really aggressive at myself. So I remember like, I remember thinking in the race, like you are pussy seeing the fuck out right now like don't you fucking dare like I remember saying that to myself and then actually you yelled at me once like like you need to refocus and that actually really helped me because I was like oh yeah you're right and then there was was another thing and this is like not at all this is so not against Chris like so I if she hears this like I hope this is not offender but you yelled to Chris. I was passing Chris and you yelled to Chris, latch on to Meg. And I was like, she's not fucking latching on to me. And I was like, I'm out. <laughs> that was motivation for you. It was sent motivation to her. for me. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, I think <laughs> I like a totally it's just nothing competitor. against her. It's competitor. Yeah. I it was just like, I was in the race. I was like kind of pissed off at how it was going. And then you said that. And I was like, what the fuck? No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so that was kind of, kind of like a funny motivating moment for me. So for you, it's um, kind of like living up to, ex- to like your expectation that you have of yourself, right? You're like, I'm not a yes. wimp. I'm not going to wimp out. A hundred percent. And I, and that's the biggest thing that I've, I've learned in the last year and a half of competing in this race about myself is I'm never disappointed that I like come in second or that I lose. Like, it's not about the place for me. It's about. I'm I'm only disappointed by my own performance if I don't feel like I lived up to where I know I'm physically at. That's what it is for me. This isn't like a I'm a sore loser kind of thing. It's literally like I underperformed where I know my ability is and that's what I get super bummed out about. Um and I and I'm sure most of us are like that. Um but I think I think it is different maybe sometimes being kind of in the top two women since the very beginning. It's kind of like, I think other people probably think I was super like bummed out that like, I, you know, uh, the, the record thing and just like all that. And it was like, I was more disappointed because I know I've got, I did such a huge lead up and so much work put in, in the eight weeks between Stockholm. And now I, I'm in the best running shape almost of my whole fucking life. And for me to then not get to like display that the way I wanted to at this race, like that was Preach. what I was disappointed Preach. about. Fell, fell asleep. It for wasn't like, like, yeah. Yeah. Fell asleep for like, like 30 seconds and then it was like over. And it was like done literally. Yeah. And, and so that's, that's like a, an eye opener B obviously I'm not stupid. So I know you never count anybody out ever. Like I, I would never ever count. Count Lauren out um, of you know of the conversation 
And because that would just be dumb on my part, but it was more that for me. Like I was just like, I crossed the finish line and I was just like, so disappointed in me. Like there, like there were moments of like where I'm proud of myself at the same time. But like overall, I was like, motherfucker, like this is not like my fitness is really there. So that was like that was just that felt shitty. At least you were within like the realm of like what you normally do. Yes, I, precisely. I in feeling I'm like, yo, I'm in I'm in 54 shape. Yeah. And I, and I drop a 61. You know, and yeah, I beat both of you guys. You know, <laughs> I, <laughs> just saying, not trying to rub it in, but just saying, whatever. Nine football balls you know, had some obviously like personal <laughs> personal stuff going on, right? But like that is a very. It's like yeah, I've worked my ass off these last like nine weeks, yeah. and I didn't even get to showcase any of it. Yeah, I flew all the way over here. To get fucking embarrassed, you know, yeah. um, that's a hard pill to swallow. I was so confident that I was like, man, if I lose a percent of my, let's say I go in at 99% because of the travel. And then let's say I lose another percent because of sleep or whatever. My dad, mm -hmm. my dad dying. Like, let's say I'm, I'm showing up at the start line at 97% of my normal self, I still felt like I was going to win that race, even yeah. if I was a little off my game. And I got yeah. served a big piece of humble pie, you mm -hmm. know, and my, my natural instinct is to be like, y'all motherfuckers just wait till DC, you know, y'all just yeah. fucking wait. But now I have, I can't say that because I said those things going into Vienna you know? <laughs> and, and it didn't yeah. go, it didn't go the way that I wanted it to go. And I think I've just met the point where I, I respect the athletes too much and I respect yeah. the race too much to just come out and be like, I got, I'm about to mop the floor with all you guys. Right. You know, you had that, um, uh... because, because you have to still, I said this after Chicago, you could be in the best shape of your life, but if you can't execute exactly. it on the day, it means nothing, Yep. you know? And so this race is long, but it's short at the same time. And so even like yeah. small errors, small little mishaps, small little issues, it can really compound. And then all of a sudden you're fucking out of it like that. That's how I felt. Like I pushed the sled too far. I was getting yelled at constantly about my toes touching the line that didn't exist on the sled pole. I'm like, there is no line. What are you talking about, lady? Um, very hard for me to know where my feet are supposed to be if there's no line. How also you can look over my shoulder and tell me I'm too far is confusing. And it was happening to Viola as well next to me. And so like it, it just kind of throws your game off a little, and then the next thing I knew, I was like, just I was just out of it. I was like, wow, that happened really quick. So people are getting good at this then, race. It's like everything is like yeah. locked in. Like there's not that wiggle room. Yeah, but then at the same time, like I had that happen. To, I was in the opposite shoes in the first two races where everything went really, really perfect. Right. You know what I mean? So this is just the way sports go yeah um i was really proud and happy for vivian 
and Viola for getting the qualification spots because I feel like they are two people that are really deserving, consistent performers. Um, I mean, Viola's been in the game for a really long time. The fact she got in on a roll down and then ended up getting a qualifying spot. Like I, she's a really nice person. So I was really, really psyched for her. And then obviously we love our girl Vivian. So also very psyched for her that they got, um, their spots. Um, Viola ran like yeah, a beast, like, man. Viola, her sleds were so good. Yeah. And then like, she started fading yeah. at burpees and I was like, oh, she's washed. And she came back. That was a yeah. real tough race on her end. Yeah, it was. Um, and I, and I think there are some other people in the game that if they just tighten up their strategy, they could be really dangerous and they could, they, there are two people in my mind that could have easily qualified had they ran smarter races, um, on the women's side. So, and then on, on, in your guys's end, like, I love Alex Ronkovich. I think he's such a solid dude. He's such a great competitor. He's just like a no bullshit shows up, does the thing. He's super consistent. So, you know, if anyone's going to win that race and it's not one of you guys, like I was glad that it was him. And then Paleo, another person who just, it's the man, like the guy. kindest person ever, he's you know, just, like he's, he's just him. so sweet. Um, so it was, it was like good to see some other people, like since you guys didn't have a great day, it was nice to the people who did, I was happy for. You know what I mean? Because I felt like they've, they are deserving of that. When I knew my race was over, which was pretty early, honestly, um, I was very encouraging to the other guys yeah. when they were, cause I was still, I was in the top three pretty much up until we got into the sled pull. And that was when I mm -hmm. started actually maybe even coming out of sled pull. I was still in third, but, uh, like Palio passed me. And I knew I was like, I'm going backwards right now. And yeah. I told Paul, I was like, dude, go get this shit, dude, you know, go yeah. get it. And then I sat on the rower next to, uh, um, James Kelly. And I, yeah. I looked over, I'm like rowing and I looked over at him and I was like, I was like, do not give in, do not give up, keep fighting, dude, go get your spot. And yeah. I've never been in that position before where it was like, dude, my race is going so poorly right now, but something internally was like, I need to like cheer on the other guys, mm -hmm. you know, especially the guys that are trying to earn their spot into the world championship, you know? And, um, yeah, I don't know what came over me because normally I'm not that nice, but I felt, <laughs> I felt compelled to just like root these guys on. I'm like, just because my race is going shit right now, like that doesn't mean I can't be supportive for these other dudes. And I, I tried every person who came by me, I tried to say something to them. You know, I sort yeah. of felt like that was I like do the my same duty thing. to do that. How's your Except back? For rich. You said something. You're like, hey, don't pass me, bro. Wait, <laughs> we said wait up. <laughs> Is your back all right? Mine? Yeah. 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 I, that was that was like a one-time thing, dude. It was a one-time thing. Lots of sit lots of sitting on planes. Yep. Yeah. Planes. So where to from now? For now. We got DC in two weeks. A week from yeah. And two weeks from now, DC will be over. 13 days? 
So it's a weird, mm-hmm. I'm ready. It's a weird little transition period, right? Like for me, like I said, I've yeah. gone very much intensity and just like putting myself there. And I think I'll continue to do that. Um, that's all we can really do at this point. It's like not, can't really build, can't really work on anything too much like to move the needle a lot. Just like kind of sharpening up, making sure we're just like okay. ready. C was always like the A race for me. You know, I still thought that I could go to Vienna and and win that race, even in the middle of kind of like training through it. Um, so this was always the forefront was DC. So I'm I'm not switching anything up in these three weeks from Vienna to DC because I'm just following the plan that I set out, you know, two and a half months ago. You know, so I'll be ready to roll, man. I'm I need to get this taste out of my mouth. That's all I know. This shit does not feel good. And then, you know, when I go and pop that, you know, six by mile workout, it's it's a workout I've done. I like to do like two weeks before, like a very important race, because it's just like one where you cannot fake your way through something like this. Like the data is what it is. And you're going to know at the end of that, if you're mm-hmm. running fitness is in a good place or not. You know, I did this before the Dubai trip. I did it before Chicago. I now I'm doing it before DC. I did not do it before Vienna, so I was a little unsure. But doing it yesterday, I beat the splits that I did before Chicago. So I'm like, dude, like fitness is there. Like especially like mm-hmm. my running fitness. Um so Yeah. I'm just chalking it up as as a bad day at the office, you know, even even Steph Curry has an off night, you know, All that's, right? that's the yeah. same, same, same. <laughs> so I think, honestly, I think we're all, I think we're all going to bounce back in a, in a good way in DC yeah. back on, back on home soil. I know we're in David Medina's yeah. backyard, but we're going <laughs> to, yeah. he can get like third, third or fourth. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't mind a wake up call. I, I, I seem to need these in these for, for this like hybrid racing. It's like, get punched in the mouth and then be like, Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's right. Now. I don't like it. To it. Yeah. It's like, all right, fine. I don't want that shit. Mm. I don't like to fight. <laughs> yes, exactly. If I could make, if this could be easier, that'd be great. Yeah. That'd be great. I'd that'd be really great. Maybe that. if I get real really fit, it'll that. just be real easy. Doesn't work that way. Yeah. Don't work yeah. that way. So that's what I've been doing. And just wall balls, wall balls. Yeah. I've been pushing sleds, man. I felt like I pushed pushed the sled in Vienna just like a little bitch. You were you you were like, I think my carpet was messed up. (laughs) I was like, I don't know, man. I don't (laughs) think I'm convinced they put more weight on mine. (laughs) What what I just like do you remember? I think I was in the fourth lane, maybe. Oh. Meg was hoping to be. If you were in the second, then (laughs) then we could confirm that it was Uh, shitty. Well, Meg Meg did a uh 60 meter sled push she would have kept going yeah with that thing yeah Wait. i just like yeah. didn't attack just it kept i did going. not i just was like kind of surviving it whereas normally i'm like what was your split attacking i think it was still pretty good but it didn't feel good i think it was like two and a half yeah most people were like right around there that was my best sled push yeah. ever my fastest sled push ever first time under three <laughs> okay That's and i was crazy. like 14th like hmm great Great, great, great. <laughs> I think that speaks to like the field though as a whole because 
in this yeah. in that race, there's a lot of just bigger guys, you know, they, like a lot they, of the more strength dudes in High Rocks were all in that race. Well, the Europeans they they race. I don't even know if the sleds are that different. These sleds did move pretty well, but like, I don't agree. They just push the sled so hard, and they get chances yeah. to race all the time. So I think they just kind of know what's going to happen if they push it really hard, and they could just come out and like. They end up kind of taking a break on burpee broad jumps. It seems that's how these Europeans race. They Interesting. Push and pull really well, and then a burpee broad jumps is not that great, and then they like kind of rally. Where in the United States, like we don't push it like that. So I think it's more just like a, the style of racing. Um, yeah. Either it's like we had harder sleds for a while, or whatever it was. But yeah, they just all push it. They all push it really hard. Like yeah, can't you? Were, you're still with third two thirty four, but. Everybody was between like 234 and like 244, like the entire field. Yeah, Megs, yours was a little bit, you're usually one or two, right? Yeah. I think you were closer to like six, right? Well, yeah. I did push it a little far. You so pushed it further. Yeah. I won for distance. That's what, that's what we're talking <laughs> right. about. Like that. 55 meter sled push, Meg Jacoby, number one. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. I don't know. It is what it is. What uh we but, got some workouts of the week? What 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 have we been doing? I did 10 by twelve hundred today. I can't believe you did that much volume today. I know. That was so Damn. long. I know. On the treadmill? I, four four hundred meter jog in between. Yeah. You must have got so many miles. We have had a lot of snow the last week. And so your girl is stuck. We are just treadmill bound fully. So, yeah, I just needed a, this was another one that was like, I just needed to suffer today. That was just what we did. It was like, I need a long grindy one. See what I can, what I can do. Um, Paces were, really fast so sure as shit isn't my running that's that's not the problem nope so so yeah that was my workout today your boy has done i think 86 miles in the last eight days just running out running out running those demons man you're out here reading once a runner trials of miles going <laughs> into audiobooks David Goggins in your ear just trying yeah. to out just trying to outrun it is it working I think so nice I mean, dude yeah I uh, but that was the plan anyway was like because I knew I had a little down week going into Vienna and then I was like okay I need to build back up some fatigue in my body um so I hit like 74 74 miles this week which is probably my biggest week of training in a couple years maybe week like honestly a lot. yeah it's yeah. a lot and yeah, uh capped it off stuff. capped it off with six by mile with with 60 seconds rest and you go into a hundred wall balls for time after your sixth rep um and i was happy with it man real happy with it so that was my that was my workout of the week how how many wall balls were you, how what were your sets and reps like i did i went to 53 so i got a big set of 53 and then went to 78 so i did 53 25 and then 22 
my split was like 340 something. Today when I was having my mental, I was like mentally wrestling with myself on that. I did like 55 and then I was like, all right, this, this is good. And then I broke two more times between that and 70. I was like, what am I what? doing? Why am I being a bitch? And that's when I started thinking about like, hey, stop doing it. And I did the rest. Then I did the last 70 to 100. And I was like, just one of the, those things that happened where I was like, this is so much more mental. Like, yeah. Getting these little breaks. Like I'm not So now exhausted. the next time you guys are at wall balls, you both better get a first set of 50 fucking reps. Yeah. Because you obviously can. Like you're not running at the speed you're running a sixth mile at, you know what I mean? In the race. So right. then you went and did 53 wall balls unbroken. Like there's no, it, it no all comes fucking excuse. I know it all comes down to like whether or not you're motivated to do it or not. And when you're, when your race is already over and there's nothing to fight for, it's like you said last week, a hundred feels like a million, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's yeah. what it was for pretty much both of us in Vienna. But if you're coming in and you're in the lead, it's like I still know, did I, I my hundred unbroken as they're cheering that Lauren broke the world well, record. You don't you don't have a choice. You we were yeah. You, I did you, have a choice. I was securely in second place. Secure. But you, go, you do a hundred like, unbroken every time. That's just the norm. Yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. But still, like I could have stopped. You know what yeah. I mean? It was more just for me, like. It's it's more just like we're almost fucking there, and I just want to be done. So I'm just like, just just do, just don't stop. Like I, I just want it to be done sooner. You, you know, know how there's mean? like uh, like in, in, like kids that run cross country who like kind of sandbag and then kick really hard at the end. Yeah, like, I hammer used for two hundred. All my athletes who did that, I was exactly. like, absolutely not. So if we came in. Team. If we came in and did a hundred hundred, I'd be like, what were All you right. doing the rest of this race? Like, what did you just not huh. try the whole time? That's a, that's a familiar thought I've had. I'm going to yeah. leave it there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so we'll do that. I've, I did, um, just part of like a strength workout. I just did a hundred wall balls with a heavier ball and just like took my mm. time. Right. Not like, not like putting pressure on like how many to do yeah. unbroken. Just a heavy hundred. And you know, it takes like five minutes. It comes out pounds? and it's like 30 pounds? 25. 30 would be yeah, 30 would be rough. Whew. 30 would be rough. 25 is like doable, doable enough that I can do like sets of 20 or 30, maybe if I was really stretching. But it was like snowing. Yeah. It was like raining out. I was like, all right, we're out here doing it. <laughs> we're doing this is a hard set of a hundred. So I think I'm gonna keep that rolling for it. Cause right now, you know, a hundred wall balls in terms of volume where we're at in our training, like it's not that much. You know, so just doing like a hundred heavy, like I don't even feel bad after it. I don't feel sore or anything like that. It would it would crush me if I just in like the beginning of a block or something. I think it would be really sore. But right now, because kind of at the back end of a block, capable of doing stuff like that, and it's fine. So I might do that one or two more times. Just be like, hey, make that twenty feel okay. All right, what else? Is that it? Wrap it up. Wrap it up, dude. Wrap this thing up. Check out the RMR training app. We got some fresh MJ MJ collection wads up in there. Not easy workouts. Not easy ones. Okay. Well, I mean, she did she did ten by twelve hundred meters. <laughs> twelve hundred today. Well, last That's year, not in there yet. That, that, we'll 
no, we don't need people doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and what else we got going on? We're working on a doubles program that will be coming out here in the next couple months, hopefully. Uh, some other stuff cooking up. Drink Powerlift. Regarding 10, the Armour training app, I've had a lot of people reach out to me wanting to know if if my training methods for the, the like my progression into these races with like the two weeks run progression followed by the week hybrid and then repeating that cycle um three times four times in a block gives you 12 weeks or whatever but people reach out to see if that's on there it is not on there but we are going to put that on there cooking very it up. soon cooking it i'm up. not gonna i'm not giving you exactly what i did because it would just be too much for Almost everybody. You don't do that um, much, bro. Shit is light, but easy. It's still going to be the same, um, same workouts, just probably a little less volume on there. So if you're interested in uh, trying a different high rocks uh, like training build, you can try this one out. If you've already done the twelve week that's on there, um, and you want to try something else out, this will be on there as well. We're cooking it up. We got a lot of fun stuff coming. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Make sure to check us out on socials, rmr.training on IG. And we'll catch you next week.